Hey lovely, you're listening to the She Dreams All Day podcast with your gal pal and fellow introvert, Mia Brox. That's me, by the way. This is a safe space for all introverts and dreamers looking to realize their dreams of shining online with confidence so they can build a dreamy online business, make an impact in the world, and that ka-ching while being 100% themselves and having fun in the process. And around here, the introvert hangover is of course sold separately. I'm all about empowering you to step into your superpower and become quietly confident online. I'm also about Friends, the TV show, chocolate, milk chocolate, and coffee with cream. And just so you know, quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. So get ready to feel inspired, learn, laugh out loud, and let's be alone together, have an honest chat about how cool introverts are as we dive into today's episode. Hello, my lovely human being tuning in today to the Dream Soleil podcast. I'm so thrilled that you're here, and I know that I say that every single time, but today I'm especially happy that you're here because I have an amazing interview for you. It's kind of amazing, I, I just have to say, and I dare you to stay until the very end because we have a special bonus segment for you. Once we wrapped up the episode, we started talking and it was pretty hilarious. It was also kind of ridiculous, but we do share some tips, some book recommendations and so on and so forth. But I am interviewing an amazing human being. She is Taryn from my mastermind. She's a business coach. She has over a decade of experience in the business realm. She's amazing. She has two kids. She does this all on her own. She is the right person to be teaching what she teaches, which is how to create time and financial freedom for yourself. She is so, so amazing. And this conversation was nonetheless, and we are actually in the same mastermind. So that's how we know each other. And I'm so, so excited for you to dive into this episode. Stay until the end because it's kind of hilarious. I've said that already, but let's jump into the episode. Enjoy. Oh my gosh, Taryn, welcome to the Your Dreams All Day podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to dive into everything. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, pretty much all of you won't know. So we are in a mastermind together called Hype Crew, which is amazing. It's led by Erin May Henry. And so we've only known each other for like how many weeks? Three? Three or four, four I think. Yeah. But I feel like in these four weeks... I've gotten some new biz besties or some biz besties at all. Like I've never really been in a community or a group coaching environment before as an introvert. Like that's not something that I navigate towards or thought that I would, you know, navigate towards because I have social anxiety and, and it's, yeah, it's been so, so, so fun. Um, that's just, just, just a quick intro as to how we know each other. We are in the same mastermind at the moment, but first of all, who are you and what do you do? That is such a boring question, but the answer will be so much more exciting. I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Hype crew is incredible. And I just want to add that I think because it's such a small group, it's so intimate. It doesn't feel like a group coaching program. It literally feels like girlfriends going out and having a coffee and it just makes a massive difference. The intimacy of it. Uh, So my name is Taryn Resnick. I'm a business coach. I'm a mom of two under two 
And I really loved helping women create time and financial freedom in their business and position themselves as the go-to. Now, the reason that time freedom is so, so important to me is because I have two under two. Well, my two-year-old just turned two like two weeks ago. So up until two weeks ago, I had two under two and home with me 24-7 and I'm still growing a really impactful and successful business on less than 10 hours a week. And I love supporting other women to do the same, whether they've got children or not. Some people just want freedom to do the things that they enjoy, whether that's read a book or go traveling or whatever it is. I was going to say, when you said two kids under two, I'm like, how does that, how does that even work? (laughs) So my (laughs) eldest was six months when I found out I was pregnant with my second. So they're only 15 months apart and it's, it's a lot. That's busy. That's, you know, what people say, like no one's busy in this life, but you're busy, (laughs) you know, like that is a lot. I have one kid and she's 16 months. And, and she's also in daycare. And I know that you are home with these two little ones whilst building your business. And that's just so, so amazing and incredible that you are able to, to do what you do in such a short period of time with two little ones running around. And so I really props to you, Taryn. That is, that is so, so amazing. Thank you. On one of our Hype Crew sessions, you said that you are, in fact, an introvert, which is really interesting to me because, I mean, you can totally be confident and show up on stories and do all these things. Like, I do that as well, but, like, you are so consistent on stories. You do lives so frequently. Like, how do you do that? I mean, how do you, because you also mentioned in a post, I kind of stalked you, by the way. I have been binging on your content since we are in the same mastermind, but you said that you also have social anxiety. Like I do as well. Like, how do you then prepare for lives or hopping on stories or even doing these kinds of interviews? Cause I know for me, like I get really nervous, just, I know you and I'm comfortable with you, but I still get a little bit of anxiety before hopping on a call. Like, even if it's just our mastermind, I still get a little you know, butterflies in the stomach and like a little bit of social anxiety. So I wanted to ask you, like, how do you how do you deal with that when it comes to showing up online? So for me, it comes down to understanding my own energy and what I draw energy from. I actually draw energy from being on camera. Mm -hmm. It almost like gives me a thrill. I love sharing my message. Like, I am so aligned in what I do that showing up is easy for me. And it's actually harder for me to take time away from being on stories and going live and that kind of thing. So it's like that whole, you do what you love and you never work a day in your life, Mm -hmm. that whole theory. But if you put me into an event or a group setting in person, Mm -hmm. whole other story, I'm like dressed to the max. I'm like, wanting to cancel. I'm feeling like I need to go to the bathroom every five minutes because I'm so nervous. Like I am, I I have a battery life, like a social battery of an iPhone three. I'm like out (laughs) in 10 minutes (laughs) and done. I think that's, yeah, I think that's so beautiful though, that we Yes, we may be or resonate with being an introvert, but then again, there's so many different ways that we, you know, get our energy still like we're 
we're introverts, but I like to see it as like this rainbow of colors and different shades. And like, we're all so, so different. Although we might still resonate with being, you know, introvert or having social anxiety. Do you think it's because, you know, do you think it's because it's in the physical world, like in person, is that where it's difficult for you to, to show up and to speak to people? Like when you're online, when you show up on live and do your stories, like it's just you, right? Like most of the time, I assume. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that's where the anxiety and the wanting to leave comes in? I can easily walk on stage and present to a thousand people. <gasps> I'm amazed. <laughs> I cannot sit down at a dinner table and have a conversation with multiple people at once. That's so interesting. I can have a one-on-one conversation like what you and I are doing, yeah. really small, intimate setting with people that I am aligned with, like mm-hmm. our mastermind, no yeah. problem. As soon as there are voices on top of voices and crowds and people that I don't know or I'm just getting to know or I'm trying to get to know I immediately become super overwhelmed and just have like this out-of-body experience and I'm just like I have to get out of here because I can kind of become a shell and either just become a complete recluse and we'll sit in the corner and won't talk to anyone and everyone and be like oh she's weird and rude or I go the opposite way and I'm like okay I'm not enjoying this so I'm leaving bye and then everyone's like oh she's weird or rude (laughs) so yeah I totally relate to that like even in family settings when we're at my partner's parents house or having a big dinner like I have to go somewhere after the dinner like I have to sit in a different room and just like breathe or go online or you know do something else to feel like myself again, because I get so, so overwhelmed. This is the social anxiety though. I feel like everyone's, you know, judging me and looking at me funny. And I feel like if you just like nudge me, then it'll hurt, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a whole thing, but let's not go too deep into that. (laughs) That's a whole different story, but I want to, I want to talk more about your business and what you do. So you teach people to become the go-to person in their industry. And I want to ask like, why is that so important? So I think it's really important to be positioning yourself. Well, you're not going to be the go-to person for every person. Yeah. You're not going to be the answer for every single person in the world. There's just no way because we relate to different people. Like you and I have both gravitated towards Erin, but there may be another coach that you and I just absolutely don't resonate with. So they are not going to be the go-to person for us. Erin is in, in this particular moment in time. So understanding that you're not going to be the go-to person for everyone, but becoming the go-to person for your perfect person and showing up from a place of authenticity is going to position you well, enable you to scale your business, enable you to price yourself well, rather than pricing yourself low to appeal to more people, it doesn't Mm. actually work that way. So when you are positioning yourself as a leader or as the go-to person, people are going to take you more seriously, but you're also going to take yourself more seriously as well. So it really is about showing up as an authority, stepping into your power, building your confidence and showing up in a way that leads your perfect people right to your doorstep. Yeah. 
That's so good. And when you said the thing about the pricing, like I've never thought of it that way. Like when I first started out, I thought, okay, I need to price my courses at $97 to get more people in or to resonate with more people. And that's just really not the case. I recently had an experience and I increased my prices for my courses. And I thought, ah, I don't know if this is going to sell. I don't know if people will buy. I don't know if this is going to help anyone. And I got really in, in my own head about it. And it sold because it resonated with the right people. And so I find that really interesting. I love that you put it that way. But I know that a lot of people in my world or people who resonate with being an introvert can kind of struggle with the fact that they have to like step into a leader role and become, you know, the go-to person in their industry. I think a lot of people worry about that because they worry about there being so many other fish in the sea, so many people doing what they want to be doing. And so they get, you know, in their own way and imposter syndrome comes to visit and it's just not a vibe, like Aaron would say. Um, <laughs> and I think just love your perspective on this. And how did you step into your authority? How did you stop caring one of what other people were, were thinking, but two, also, how did you get over comparisonitis thing? I'd be interested to know. That's a really good question. I think for a really long time, even prior to being in business, I have had to step out of my comfort zone and into a leadership role. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of circumstances that was forced upon me. And so I was forced to adjust ultimately like getting promotions and being in management roles and all of that kind of stuff before I started my business. But being a leader isn't about standing on stage and presenting to a thousand people. Mm. Being a leader is about showing up authentically and being so just unapologetically you. And that's going to resonate with other people. And I think that was the biggest thing for me and how to overcome the comparisonitis is no one else is you. And I have done so much of the inner work, so much of the mindset work, so much of the spiritual work, so much, just so much of the work that's truly allowed me to embrace who I am. And I mean, even if you look back a couple of months on my Instagram, you'll see that my branding has shifted and I was wearing like all of these, you know, beige muted tones. And it just so was not me because that's not who I am, but I was trying to fit a mold. I was trying to fit in with the crowd of other people who are in my niche. Mm. And I realized that the reason I wasn't succeeding is because I wasn't being who I am. And as soon as I kind of had that wake up call and started wearing the normal colors that I would wear, like right now I'm wearing a bright yellow shirt. And literally I put a black t-shirt on yesterday and I felt like, who am I? Mm. So as soon as I started embracing who I was, the need to compare myself to others it just fell away naturally because no one else is going to be me. And when I'm trying to be someone else, it's not working. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard work to show up as someone who you're not. And so, yeah, when you em embrace that unique you-ness, that other stuff just falls away naturally. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think this is a piece of advice that gets repeated so much online, but like, it really is true. And it may sound cliche, corny, cheesy, whatever, but just be you. Like it is that simple because I completely agree. Once I, you know, owned what I was creating online, once I dared to show up and tell my story, like that's when things started to change. And I started 
to stop caring about what other people were thinking of me, not only people, you know, in the online space, but also like mostly people in my own offline space. But it really is so true. Like just, you know, that feeling that you get when you just step into who you are, it's just, it feels so much more aligned. It feels so much more fun to create content and show up. And so that really is such a profound piece of advice. It is just to be yourself because then all of these like limiting beliefs, all the things that held you back, they fade away naturally. Like I completely, completely agree because I've had that exact same experience. I also, I yeah, binged on your content again, but uh, you talk about, you know, people who, this is kind of in line what we're already talking about, but people who don't get it in your offline world, how do you deal with that? Because I recently had an experience last week when I was away for a holiday and my aunt came up to me and she's like, oh, how's your YouTube thing going? How, like, that's cool. Like, she was really nice about it. Like, there are people who could, been, could have been more judgy, but I just, I, I, I freeze. I don't know how to speak to my family, my outer family or acquaintances in my real life about my business, because I think, I don't know what it is, but like, how do you deal with that? Because I freeze. I just get really awkward. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, cause they don't understand. <laughs> so it's so weird to have that conversation with someone who just isn't in this space and does not, you know, understand the terms. Like, am I in social media? Am I a content creator? Am I, you know, I get very like, who even am I? What even am I doing? And so I'd love to hear how you deal with that. So it's not my responsibility to decide how other people are going to feel or respond to what it is that I do. Oh, I love and that. my husband doesn't even get what I do. So as yeah. far as he's concerned, I help other people grow their businesses. Full stop. That's it. And that's all anyone else needs to know as well. They don't need to know the nitty gritty details. And so if someone comes up to me and says, oh, how's your little thing going? I just say, oh yeah, it's doing really well. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you. Thanks for asking. And that's it. I don't need to justify it to anyone. I mean, they're not my ideal client. So I don't need to bend over backwards or go out of my way to justify anything to them, prove anything to them. And they're not my ideal client. I'm not going to change their mind or their perspective anyway. So if they think that I'm just doing some little YouTube thing or whatever, that's fine for them to think that, you know, if they ever want to learn more, they'll ask. Yeah. And it's just my responsibility to look after my own energy and say, oh yeah, it's doing really well. Thanks for asking. Wow. That is that's so it. simple. That is so simple. Why do I feel like I need to explain every single detail? I think there's still... Because I dealt with imposter syndrome and fear of, you know, what other people think for a very long time. I only recently just showed up and shared my story and changed my name to my name for my brand name and all of that. We don't get, need to get into that, but it's been a long journey. And I still think there might be some resistance there to just being proud and cool about it for people who don't understand but I feel like I just got coached by you in, a, in the best way possible because I needed to know I needed I needed someone else to tell me, like, it is that simple. It, like, it's not your responsibility what other people think and, you know, what they think you do online and whether or not they get it. Like, it's not my responsibility. So thank you, Taryn, for that. Yes, 
so welcome. <laughs> but I just want to add as well, like I still don't talk about my business on my personal profile because mm. there are people on there that don't get it and I'm still worried about maybe they're going to judge me or maybe they're going to think that I'm stupid or maybe they're going to think that I'm not good enough to be a business coach or whatever like ah I've been in business for 10 years I am freaking good at what I do yeah but I still worry about you know maybe that B from high school is still going to be a B from high school and judge me for you know chasing my dreams or whatever of course like I don't think that that ever really goes away. No, that's I do not talk publicly on my social media publicly about what I do. I mean, they're welcome to follow my Instagram account and my public Facebook page. But as far as my friends are concerned on Facebook, most of them don't know what I do. It's the same with me. Like I've never once shared my business to my personal profile. Like I was very scared. I remember... When I set up my Facebook page, I was so scared that it would let people know that I had created a Facebook page, you know, called She Dreams All Day. That was my, well, that is my brand name. And so I was so, so scared that they would find it and judge me. And yeah, I just, and I also don't see the point of sharing my latest podcast episode to my personal profile, because again, those people, not my people, like not my ideal dream audience. They're not your ideal client. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, same here, same C's. (laughs) (laughs) You talk about, you know, financial freedom a lot in your content, time and financial freedom. And what is your best advice for someone who wants that freedom lifestyle, wants more time, wants more flexibility, wants to live that dream life, basically? Like what would be your advice to someone who is just starting out and just pursuing that dream? Create something that enables you to have the maximum amount of impact with the minimum amount of time investment. So that might look like creating something once and selling it on repeat, like an evergreen course. Yeah. It might look like a group program where you're working with multiple people at the same time, but it's only taking you an hour or two a week to actually do that work. It could be an ebook. It could be, you know, a video series. It could be, it could be anything, basically anything that doesn't require you to work one-on-one because in order for you to make money, it means that you have to work more hours. Yeah, exactly. So I first started with a, an ebook, which was $17. And from that, it led on to a five video training that I think I sold for $47 or $57. And I just set up a funnel. And I mean, it wasn't super profitable to begin with, but it was my starting point. And it, it helped me to get the ball rolling and it helped me to build my confidence. And, you know, someone had downloaded my freebie and then they'd upgrade to the $17 ebook and then they'd upgrade to the training series and then they'd send me a message and maybe want to work with me one-on-one. So at that point, I still had that one-on-one element, but it opened my eyes to the possibilities of evergreen content. And, and that's where this all really started. And that was seven years ago now. Wow. Uh, on your Instagram profile, it says decade in business. And then it has this emoji. I'm like doing the emoji with the shocked face <laughs> right now. <laughs> what? I didn't know that you've well, <laughs> 10 years is a long time. 
you've done so much. I watch your story on Instagram as well. Like you've been in the hotel industry, you've, you know, gotten into e-commerce and done all of this stuff. Like you, my lady, are a walking encyclopedia, no, of business knowledge, I guess. Yeah, a decade at me. You feel really old. <laughs> You're not old. We're the same age, aren't we? I know. I know. We're exactly the same age. But it, like to think about 10 years in business, I'm like, that's a really long time. Yeah. People must think I'm really old for me to say that, but I'm not. I'm like 32 and yeah. I've been in business for 10 years. We're just, we're just babies. Like that's nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. But that's, that's so amazing. So you don't have to take us through the whole story. I mean, people go follow Taryn on Instagram and she has this highlight reel of her story. But if you could just touch on the different businesses that you have had, until you started business coaching, I think it would be really helpful for people to understand some of your journey. So my first business was Reiki and massage while I was studying beauty therapy and aromatherapy. So I did Reiki and massage from home, which ultimately funded my studies. And off the back of studying beauty therapy and aromatherapy, I started my e-commerce business with aromatherapy based products, which helped common ailments such as headaches, anxiety, insomnia, all of that kind of stuff that I needed. Yeah. (laughs) And I was in that business for five years and it was really successful. I built that to over six figures and it was doing really, really well. And I just wasn't in alignment anymore. And after five years, I let that business go. But about three years into that e-commerce journey, I went into business coaching. So I'd done a course in, in marketing so I could learn how to more effectively market my product-based business. And I did really, really well in that course. And the, the coach of that course actually hired me to support her students. Wow. So that was my first taste in business coaching. And I was like, oh, this is what I've got to do for the rest of my life. I'm mm-hmm. so in love. So then from that, I started my coaching business and that was nearly seven years ago now. And it's just been an ongoing love affair since then. Really after three, three years of coaching, I decided to close my e-commerce business because it just wasn't serving me. I wasn't enjoying it while the money was great. I'd fallen out of love with what I was doing. And I just wasn't giving it a hundred percent and it deserved more than that. So I closed it down and I've been coaching ever since. Wow. That's so amazing. And I bet that you, you, I mean, you're able to work with so many different entrepreneurs, like product-based service-based because you have all this knowledge, you've done it, you've paved the way and you've walked the talk and all of that. And so that's really, really, really amazing. And I bet that there are yeah, you're able to help so many more people, you know, in different mm-hmm. industries Absolutely. and things like that. And I know that you are currently rebranding your membership, which is very, very exciting. So speaking of working with you, how can people work with you and get to know you better? And what do you have going on? So my core offering is called the Bold Collective. It was previously a metamorphosis, which was just 
just not the vibe for me. <laughs> so I've rebranded my membership into the Bold Collective and I'm just so excited about it. I actually opened the doors for that today, uh, the day of wow. this recording. Amazing. So that was, that was really exciting. There are two different ways to work with me within Bold. So there's the Bold Beginner, which you get access to all of the masterclasses, bonus masterclasses and private Facebook group. And then there's the Bold Experience where you also get uh, access to group coaching calls, two group coaching calls every month. So I'm really, really passionate about my membership. I absolutely love it. I love the way that I'm able to support and have a massive impact on more people. But it also really enables me to live what I'm teaching. It enables me to live that freedom that I desire, but not even desire that I require because I've got two kids at home. I don't have 30, 40, 50, 60 hours a week available to me. By having this membership, I'm able to support people from my phone and I'm able to show up for people really consistently and be really, really passionate in my delivery rather than being burnt out. And I think that's another part of being an introvert is constantly delivering can lead to burnout. But yeah. when I'm delivering really high quality content once or twice a month, really enables me to give 150% compared to 50% because I'm turning my wheels all the time. Yeah. That's, do you have anyone to help you or are you doing everything yourself? I kept thinking so when you were talking, I, like, how are you doing this? <laughs> how are you only working do, once a week? Or one? I do everything myself, pretty much. Wow. Um, my mother-in-law takes my toddler for like four hours on a Friday. Mm. So I still have my 10-month-old with me um, on those days. So it's still not a completely uninterrupted day. And from time to time, I do work with a VA, but she only does probably one or two hours a week and it's sporadic. So yeah, I do everything myself. I'm really intentional about the work that I do. And that's also what I teach people. Yeah. You're, I was going to say, you are the right person to be teaching time and financial freedom because you are just so good at it. <laughs> so that's so, so inspiring. Taryn, I've loved this conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> I always like to call it a show because it is a show. It's totally but a show. I'm so excited about our call tomorrow. Like, I can't wait. We had a break for like a week and I just feel like, where, where are my biz besties at? I need, I need interaction. Like I got, I've gotten so used to seeing you guys every single week and talking and it's just it's made such a big difference to the way that I show up as well. Like I get so much energy and I, you know, feel the momentum in me showing up online. It's so much more, I'm so much more consistent when I have you guys around me, a community. And it's, it just shows that community is so important. Like, even if you are an introvert or resonate with being an introvert, I waited too long to make connections online. Like I see that now looking back at the journey, like I see it, it is so, so important. And I always say like, just because we enjoy being alone, we thrive in solitude doesn't mean that we want to feel lonely. And I think this online space and starting a business, starting a blog, whatever it is that you do can feel lonely if you are doing it all on your own, which you likely are in the beginning. And so I, I don't want to say I regret it because I think like, let's own our journey, but <laughs> I, I wish that I have 
you know, would have reached out to people and made online connections before. So join a mastermind folks <laughs> or a community of some sort, join bold, join my membership. Come join us. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree. Community has been a massive part of my growth and progression in business for sure. Yeah. So amazing. Well, thank you so much again. And I will see you tomorrow for our yes, call. You will. Very exciting. Thank you so much for having me, Mia. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm still getting used to interviewing people. Like I, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Cause it's very like, weird. I just want it to flow. Yeah. You start the conversation and then you start it again and then you end it and then you continue it. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's so <Beautiful>. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still recording. Oh, I'm still getting used to it. Like, I know that this call is going to give me so much energy and momentum. Like I know every time I do an interview, like I want to do it, but I just, I still get a little bit of anxiety. Um, and so I have to, yeah, I have to deal with that. <laughs> and just, I do to, like, too. Like, going. don't get me wrong. Like, just because I enjoy being on camera, like I still get anxious, like before I'm jumping on some kind of call, especially if I'm leading the call, mm, it's like, yeah. what if I say something wrong? Like, but at the end of the day, you've just got to kind of go, well, I am who I am. If they don't exactly. like it, they can leave. <laughs> exactly. Like, what is the worst that could happen today? Like during this interview, like I'm not going to die or like hurt myself. Like nothing is going to happen. It's just going to be a conversation. And I love Taryn. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. So I read this book, How to Be Yourself. Have you read it? No. It's so good. It's like, it's How to Be Yourself by Ellen Hendrickson. So it's like for people uh, who have social anxiety, basically. And it just made me feel so not alone <laughs> with the, oh thoughts, my God, that's so the thoughts that I have. Because, you know, we get in our heads and we think things that are not true at all. It's just crazy. So I really recommend it. I'm going to see if that's on Audible because I don't yeah. have time to read physical books. No, no, I know. <laughs> I've I've spent like, I don't know, a few months trying to get through The Mountain Is You, <laughs> but I'm still like only halfway through. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just not a fast reader. So maybe I need to yeah. like get Audible again. I cancel my subscription, but maybe I need to get it again. I do think I'm it's on fan. Audible. Yeah. I always have like one earphone in my ear, like listening to stuff like podcasts or, or audiobooks. Like I just, I don't have the time. Like, even if I try to sit down and read a physical book, one of my kids is trying to rip the pages off. So I'm like, there's no point. No, um, no. So <laughs> podcasts and uh, audiobooks have just been an absolute game changer in the last yeah. 18 months, just honestly. Do you have any recommendations for podcasts? Because I'm like, I only listen to like errands and another, you know, in my native language. So I need like more tips. Do you have any tips? Um, are you into like spiritual stuff? Yeah. Oh, you've actually had Shalay, Shalay yeah. Ozek on, on your podcast before. I'm obsessed with her podcast. I'm also really enjoying the six figure influencer, Ali Reeves. Oh, I'm yeah, really enjoying her podcast and um what's the other one I've been listening to lately uh socialette I enjoy socialette 
Um, she's a launch strategist and all of her episodes are like 10 minutes long. That's so nice. they're really good. Oh, there's this really good podcast I've been enjoying heaps lately. It's called She Dreams All Day. They do this really cool <laughs> blooper thing at the end. <laughs> Um, oh, the Emily oh. Osmond show. They are, they're probably my recommendations. Like they're what I've been listening to lately. I tend to go yeah. through phases with what I'm listening to. Like sometimes it's really spiritual content. Sometimes it's business content. Like I just, yeah, yeah. go through the motions yeah. at the moment. I'm on the spiritual train. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, thank you for those recommendations. I will check them out. I need some more coffee now. Like It's getting darker and darker where you're sitting. It's like, <laughs> what time is it? Uh, it's 5 40 PM. Oh, that's not even that late. It's like winter almost where you're at. Right. Um, yeah. In about two months, it'll be winter. That's so, that's such a mind fuck <laughs> that it's like opposite. I yeah. Know. It's so I weird. Know. But then again, and then we're like, I really vibe with Australians. <laughs> I we're really pretty chill. Yeah, you are. Um, and it's so weird to me that you like celebrate Christmas in the summertime. <laughs> Anyway, this is such well, a and I think it's so bizarre that you guys celebrate Christmas indoors, rugged yeah. up. Like it's it's a bizarre concept. Like yeah. I can't imagine Christmas not in like shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. But do you have like commercials in Australia? I bet you do, like around Christmas time, like people walking around in shorts and things like that. Like there's no snow. Yeah. Cause like yeah. <laughs> So we crazy. have incredibly Australian television. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> oh no, but I mean, like, and people are like wearing their their thongs and and yeah. Oh my god! Because because Amer- the Americas of the world, like they kind of coined Santa. Um, you know, <laughs> you know Santa. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> are you okay? Yes. But like Santa, as you as we know him, it has like <laughs> white beard. In the <laughs> Our Santa is the same, right? Okay. No, I know, I know. But like in the com- in the American commercials, there's always snow. And yeah. So like, do you still see those commercials? I don't know why I'm asking this question. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's oh not. God. He's usually on the beach in our <laughs> Really? Is he wearing shorts? No, I don't understand why he's rugged up on the beach. It must be so hot. <laughs> so oh. sweaty. Sweaty oh Santa. Oh my God. This, the conversation is epic. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I need some more coffee and I'm like sweating now because I'm laughing so hard. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say goodbye now. <laughs> how about i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) yes i'll see you tomorrow bye